Hi and welcome to episode 106 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Reportage and This Reportage family, and I'm a photographer too. Really happy to have the fab Christophe de Moldesch on the podcast this week. Based in Belgium, Christophe was in our top 50 family photographers in the world for 2020 on This Reportage family, and has won five Reportage family awards and a family story award from us. He was also a judge for us for Collection 8 of our Family Awards and he shares his experience of judging and tips for people entering on the episode today as well as many other things including why participating with your families helps to build trust and rapport, an editing tip that saves him a lot of time, a certain phobia he has, a walkthrough of a typical family shoot from inquiry to delivery, what success means to him, the story behind one of his specific Reportage Family Awards, his love for the Mars Volta and much more. Hey, Christoph, how are you doing? Hi, Alan. I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Oh, good. Yes, I'm all good. Thank you. How's, um? That's, I'm going to ask it. I've asked it a lot. How's the weather with you? In, you're in Belgium, aren't you, at the moment? I'm in Belgium. Yeah, it's uh, not sunny. <laughs> Is it not? The least, no. least I can say. Um, it's it's very windy. But oh, I think okay. in England, it's it's even worse, right? Yes, that's right. We're in Storm Eunice at the moment. Yeah. And I live in Cornwall, so it's been a red weather warning here at the moment with like 80 mm-hmm. miles an hour winds, which is... Uh, bit breezy a bit breezy but yeah yeah it's okay it's only starting it's just starting right right now yes it is it was like seven this morning um yeah and lots of schools are closed and all trains are off and everything yeah same here same here all right yeah is it proper windy as well then we do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and also my my kids uh, their school is closed as well and um trains are cancelled and everything so it's like it's a big storm uh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite exciting though, as well. To yeah. Be, yeah, to be around. No, that's cool. Um, and what's it? What's the weather like normally at this time of year in Belgium? I've never been been to Belgium. You, know, um, actually, but... you should. You should. Yeah, I would like to go. Lots of beautiful cities here. Really? Is it? Is it? And is it a simple? Is it a similar kind of? Um, Oh, I can't even think of the word now. Um, what's it? Oh, I can't even think of the word. Is it a similar kind of uh, weather to England? To the UK? Um, I think so. Maybe in summer we get a little bit more sunshine than you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I bet you do. <laughs> but in February, normally it's it's really cold here as well. Last year there was snow, and um, so in in summer we have we have sun, but not not uh, two months of full sunshine. So uh, okay, I think it's a bit similar. It sounds it sounds similar, but a bit nicer than the UK. A little bit nicer, nice. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Was the snow? Do you often get snow then? No, no, no. It, it, uh, I, I think it's been once in five, six years. Oh, okay. That's similar to us as well, actually. We've um, bought some sledges for my kids, and they've never used them. They've never seen snow. My kids really. Yeah, last year we got we got a large amount of snow, even but uh, than the years before that uh, we had nothing. Okay, that's a bit similar then. It's a bit similar. Have you ever been over to England? Uh, I've been in London twice, uh, but that's all I think. Okay, that's cool though. London is cool. It's a cool place to visit. London is a great city. Yeah. Mm. So I live in Cornwall, which is like very, very southwest of England. Um, but I go to London semi-often. I like to visit London. I like to come away from it as well. It's so different to where I live. You know, I live really in the countryside with hardly uh-huh. any people. And you go to London, it's like, wow, it's like millions of people. It's um, man. Yeah, here in Belgium, we don't we don't even have countryside. It's oh, really? It's and, and then the little towns in between the cities. So. Uh, okay, cool. I, I need to go. Can't believe I've never been. I do need, I do need to go. <laughs> um and so Christoph, on your on your bio you say at a young age I received my first camera as a birthday gift. Immediately yeah. I started making pictures of everything and everybody around me and I never stopped. So that's cool. So yeah, I just wonder, could you tell us about that and you know your general journey into becoming a photographer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, I, I never studied photography, so I, I studied French literature oh, wow. um, and journalism as well. Right. Cool. And then right after my studies, I, I started working as a journalist, but then working hours weren't really ideal because I, I just became a dad. Uh, and, okay. um, mm-hmm. I, I think my interest in photography started with the camera you mentioned uh, for my birthday, but then um, eventually as well when I got married. Um, my wedding photographer was like this really nice guy and um, he had amazing pictures and uh, I realized that, that that wedding photography was something that I wanted to try as well. Um, that's cool. When was that? When did you get married? How long ago was that? That's the 10, 10, 11 years ago. 
Oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's a that's a long time married. That's a long time, but I'm not married anymore now. So. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, if if I if I was never married, maybe I, I'd never have become a photographer. So it's a good thing. Ah, oh, that's true, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and were those photos from your wedding? Would was he uh, or he or she were they a documentary photographer or was it yeah. more traditional back then? Or? No, no, it was a documentary photographer as well. And um, 11 years ago there weren't that much documentary photographers here in Belgium at least mm-hmm. um, so I, I started browsing some websites and looking at his websites I, I immediately saw that this is what I want for my for my wedding um, and then when I saw him moving around at my wedding and and when I saw the pictures afterwards I, I thought like wow what a crazy fun job to do and I really want to try that as well oh that's cool and you were doing you were a journalist at that time were you that yeah you? yeah then I was a journalist and then um afterwards I, I worked as a French teacher as well in school uh, okay. while starting the photography business uh, with a friend uh, but now I'm a full-time photographer of course and um yeah, I think yeah sorry I was, I was gonna say how did you make that step then from you know teaching French and journalism and how did you you know how did you get your first photography gigs did you start with weddings or family work or I started with with weddings yeah um actually I started a company with uh my my best friend um we wanted to do something together and we never got a chance to study together because he's a year younger than me okay. um and then we, we just said, let's do something together. Let's let's start a business um, and do photography because it's something that's uh, it's a, a mutual interest. Uh-huh. Um, and then we just started looking around for people who were getting married and who actually didn't need a photographer and um, charging like 200 euros for a full day with two photographers. Wow. Okay. Good like, value. That's good value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good value. Um, but, but also not promising, not promising them anything. Like uh, maybe we get like two great pictures. Maybe we get nothing. Maybe we <laughs> yeah. get 200 good pictures. Um, but then immediately after the first wedding, I had a good feeling about it, and uh, the couple was was uh, was happy as well with the pictures. That's cool. Um, so yeah, it started evolving from there, and then uh, afterwards charging a little bit more, of course. Um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, <laughs> would not have been a sustainable business at two hundred euros. And so I, we. Were you shooting together? And so yeah, always yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, always as a yeah. duo. That's cool. And yeah. how long were you together in in a business for? Um, it took like nine, ten years. Oh wow, long time. Yeah. We always did uh, weddings together, uh, photography and videography as well. Um, oh. But um, I'm more of a people photographer, I think. Um, I absolutely love this this documentary style, and my colleague was more. Uh, it's now fully business photography, so it's, uh, okay. it's a different uh, kind of photography. Um, yeah, the, the the good thing was. Uh, when I started to shoot those weddings, that I, I didn't have to make compromises. I, I had my uh, my fee as a teacher, um, and I just wanted to shoot what what I would want to see on on a wedding, and uh, and cool. yeah, ask ridiculously small amounts of money for it. But <laughs> that's yeah, cool that you that, did that. It's cool that you did that straight away, shooting in the way that you wanted to shoot. Yeah, and and actually, my style hasn't changed that much over the years. I think. Um, of course, I've started doing other things and weddings as well, uh, but the, the the photography style has remained the same. I think mm, that's cool. Staying true to yourself, that's great. And 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 where did the when and where you know where did the family work coming to this? When did you shoot your first kind of families? I think it was about five or six years ago right, when okay. one of my uh, wedding couples um, asked me to make family pictures um and i i told them yeah i want to do that but in my style and i don't want to make those post the family pictures on the couch mm-hmm. uh, or in the forest or uh, like those <laughs> those post pictures i they're horrendous to me and i said i want to spend the day with you and just uh, make pictures of that um i don't think i'm, I'm that original uh, when comes to my style of uh, documentary photography with families and and I don't interfere with the families like like a lot of colleagues mm-hmm. um, I think what makes me more unique probably is the amount of time I spend with the family um, oh, how long 
Yeah, they they can choose obviously for for four hours or something like that. But I always insist on staying a full day. Uh, okay. Like I arrive when children wake up and I leave when they're back in their beds. So it's mostly around twelve, thirteen hours. Wow, that is a long time. That is a long time. It is a long time, but I think it's important. For me, it's important because um, it's not as intense as weddings. Those those hours because at weddings there's always something happening. You always have to be ready to to capture the moment you don't want to miss. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always uh, say in advance to my clients that I'm I'm a photographer who follows literally everywhere. But also, I find it important to get the family to trust me, and I I think that's more easy to do when I'm longer with the family. That makes sense. Yeah. Is it is it is it a hard sell to tell you know to say to um, someone that I, I want to be there for 10, 12 hours, or do a, a lot of people really want that? Um, funnily enough, a lot of women <laughs> want it, but then the dads, um, <laughs> their husband is not convinced. <laughs> it's, it's, it's harder to convince the man. And I don't know why. I, I keep trying to figure it out. Um, yeah, I, I think wonder why maybe, it is. I think maybe it's because because as a, as a mother, you want to... I don't know. Maybe you want to to show the love for your children more than as a father. But but mm. while I'm saying it, I I, I know for me personally it's, that's not true. So right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know. Maybe it's it's um, maybe they they just don't want to have a stranger for twelve hours in their house and not being able to sit down on the couch and scratch yeah. their balls. Yes, that's like true. That. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> I don't want that on camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I'll I will say do do whatever you want to, and and even I've had families who who say at at noon, yeah, we're we're going to take a nap for like an hour or two, and I'm sitting there and waiting until they wake up, but that's fine. Wow. Yeah, that's that's cool, isn't it? Yeah, because that's them doing them. That's yeah. exactly that. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. Um, do you find it quite easy to get on with? you know with your families and make them kind of feel relaxed do you do you have any tips for people listening to you know because a lot of people I think are concerned of being able to capture families totally naturally and then mm-hmm. feeling at ease in their presence so is that something you find quite easy to kind of build rapport and yeah I, in my experience it always takes an hour or two maybe to to be able to walk around unnoticed in the family mm-hmm. um uh, what I what I do to to get them to trust me is uh, participate. Actually, I, I I always say I'm a fly on the wall, but, but actually that's not that's not true because I I really participate in in for example I when they play board games um, sometimes I I join them. Oh, cool! Um, that's cool. Or I, I I play the couch potato with them as well to bond <laughs> a little. Obviously, I always I always have my camera ready when something happens, but um, especially for the children. Um, I see it as a way to get them to trust me more. Mm. Um, that makes so sense. They, they, part of it, part of it all, rather than someone just kind of watching them from afar. Yeah, because the, the first hour they're always looking at me like a like strange intruder in their living room <laughs> or in their bedrooms, which is super creepy to say. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but almost all children tend to take me by the hand on a walk afterwards Aww. after a few hours. Or, or sometimes there's even sort of complicity when they're mischievous. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I understand that, yeah. Yeah, for example, I, I once had this, this little girl who was taking a bath and her mom was doing something in the other room. Um, and I saw her looking at me with a smile and I just knew something was going to happen then. <laughs> and she started pouring the bath water out on the floor. <laughs> and I don't think that children will do that in, in the first hour or in the first two hours that I'm there. But mm. afterwards, they, they get to trust me when I'm hanging around long enough, I think. And then it comes naturally, apparently. Oh, that's really cool, man. And that's that's a lot. It's saying a lot about you and then they can feel at ease in your presence. And, you know, we've never spoken before. I can just get that sense from you how you know this very approachable and friendly you are so that's, that's nice thanks yeah, well, it's true though that's um that's that's really cool man yeah, really but cool. i find it important for people to to be able to be themselves like the parents and the children to to really be themselves when you're angry when you're sad when you're happy all those emotions um are much more genuine than than um the fake laugh when when you get these mm. post pictures so totally yeah totally so, totally understand that 
And um, I'm just, I was just, I was just thinking about one of your images actually, because it's your banner image on the Sabotage family, and um, it's you won an award for it as well. It's, it's um, black and white one on the, a, cam- a family at the ca- on a couch yeah. with yeah, yeah, yeah. with the, the three children are all doing different things, mm-hmm. and the parents are either reading or on their phone, and so and it's just such a great capture of family life, you know, so real <laughs> and so much going on, and but everyone just being themselves. I think yeah, that's yeah. a cool image. Can you tell us a bit more about that specific shot? Yeah, I think it was like six hours in in uh, in the day, um, and those parents had done like everything with their children. When when I got there at seven a.m., they were making breakfast together, and they were eating together, and they were playing together, and then they were reading stories, and they were doing everything together, and then going to the shops and going to uh, the park to go for a walk. And after a few hours, they were just tired because they <laughs> normally didn't do all that on a weekend day uh, yeah. um, and I told him yeah but just be yourselves because you're you're going to have normal spontaneous pictures anyway so you can you can just go sit down if you want to and he said oh really <laughs> okay then we're going to do it and and indeed the father is, is checking his phone and mother is reading, reading um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs I think to, oh, to the girl. Yeah. but what, what I really like in this picture is the the connection between all the family members um, there's there's a connection between everyone and the the hands are touching each other and there's just everyone is involved even the little one who's sitting on the floor um, everyone's part part of this family and I that's what I really like in that picture it's so cool man it's really cool yeah I, I get that seeing that connection between them all mm-hmm. I love the shot it from above as well getting them all it's it's just it's just such a cool frame just such a great capture of family life yeah I love it yeah really. and I think I it's a while ago that I took this picture right I think I was on a chair for this one oh. or on the table even um and they weren't no. looking at you. They, but you were paying. They were paying you no attention as well. Well, yeah. Uh, normally, I think when when after one hour of being there, maybe everyone would have looked at me. But I, I'm so used to crawling on the floor and climbing on tables and couches. And after after one hour or two hours, nobody notices anymore. So I can j- just do whatever I want, and they won't look. And that's that's what I want. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's perfect. Perfect. And yeah, anyone listening now, do head to thisreptage.com or thisreptagefamily.com and I'll include that Reptage Family Award that Christoph just spoke about. It's um it's awesome. Do you have um kind of favorite lens or, or focal length for your for your family work? Um, I always have two cameras uh, with two lenses. Uh, one is a 23 millimeters and the other one is 56. That's okay. uh, Fujifilm, so crop factor of uh, one and a half, I think. Okay, yeah. Cool. Um, to be able to come close with this uh, wide-angle lens, I, I really want to come close. And I feel for me that's that's the most, at the 23 millimeter, it's the, the, the lens I use the most because um, you can use more layers in your photos. Mm-hmm. Um, I, can, I, I feel you can tell more of a story within one picture by using a wide-angle lens. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true, and it? obviously the, the, the longer focal length lenses are... Um, yeah, our, our delight to use when when children are doing things that they're not supposed to do because you can stay away a little bit but still uh, get them up close. But normally, I, I I prefer to really physically come close to to the action. I'm just like that as well. I love that as well. Have you always, you know, right from the beginning of your photography uh, career, have you always enjoyed shooting close or was it something, did you start further away and then get closer? Yeah, I think, I think the second one, because um, Mm. I think I was too afraid to do it before. Mm. Um, But then looking at other people's pictures and and photos that I really, really liked, there was always this one similar thing. that they used wide-angle lenses from really up close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, those those layers in those pictures, it's something that really appeals to me and really, um, I think it speaks more than, than just, a, a, I call it boring picture of one thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not necessarily boring, but I mean, in terms of layers in the picture, in terms of storytelling. Um, so, so yeah, I had to learn that, and and that was difficult because um, 
Yeah, it's, it's, you have to come out of your comfort zone. and That's uh, true, isn't it? Mm. What made yeah. you come out of that comfort zone? Is, I mean, did, did, do you have any, you know, because I think some people listening will want to shoot close, and but are, are nervous of doing so. You know what? Yeah. Do you have any tips, advice to them? Is it like, just do it, really? I think I said that to myself, yeah. <laughs> just mm. do it because you know your pictures are going to get better when you do it. Um, so just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the hardest part for me was um, uh, to include that in, in wedding photography as well, because with families, you have those little children who don't care if you're close or far away. Mm. Um, but then to, to implement that as well in, in other photography, like the, the weddings, um, that was harder for me because everyone's looking at you when you come too close and um, mm. during bridal preparations, for example, um, as a as a male photographer, you you don't want to be right in the action all the time. Mm. But, um, but yeah, it, it, I feel for me that my pictures are better when I get up close. So um, I totally agree. Totally agree. It's exactly the same. And um, so I love I shoot with uh, on 25 mil, about 80 percent of my photography. Mm -hmm super close um what's benefited me I, I mean i was close when i was working on the canons but now i think well i'm, I'm, I'm even closer sometimes with the sony's is i mm -hmm. shoot with the screen the whole time and so i'm not i don't i can be close and i'm not like breathing on people yeah, i can behold yeah, the yeah. camera arms reach and the total silence of them also helps with shooting mm -hmm. close isn't it that that's really handy i think yeah, that's true and and yeah you don't have children looking at you all the time when 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 it clicks and, and yeah. laughing at you because they, they're used to do that for their parents. Yeah, that's so true. Mm. Yeah. No, cool. I, I just think it's it's so cool shooting close like that. The images are just so much more intimate. And, and we as photographers can anticipate moments more when we're physically close to what's going mm -hmm. on, I think. That's true. And, and in f family photography, I feel you, you, you have more room to fail as well. Uh, so, yeah. so you have that opportunity to, to go and try it because only you know what your initial plan was for a certain photo, for example. Uh, yeah. Parents will, will never know. So you can you can try and fail and try and fail again without them ever thinking you messed up one specific picture. That and is weddings, such a good point. That's such a good point. Yeah, in weddings it's different because you, you have those moments like uh, the kiss and the ring and mm -hmm. you can try new things. But when you fail, the couple is going to ask for that picture. And in yes. family photography, you can basically do whatever you want <laughs> you, you have you have room to fail and with that room to fail i think comes creativity and and more daring to do something different ah, that's really cool i love hearing you talk about that and that's that's so great what you said there yeah that so makes sense do you get i mean i don't know if you get nervous shooting weddings at all but do you get less nervous shooting families then because you feel there's less pressure that way uh i think so yeah I've done weddings for, for 11 years now, so really long time and, and family photography in the way I do it now for, for five or six years. So um, it would be normal to be more stressed out about that, but but yeah, it's the other way around, the I other think. Way. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, do you, you, can, you can just... Oh, yeah, you can just wait for for children to do the same stupid thing a second time because you know <laughs> they will do it. You know they're going to do it if if you're if the parents are laughing or if someone's laughing about something they do, you know it's going to happen again. So you always have those yeah this this repetition in uh, in actions and in weddings. It's um, it's more like a you have to get the one shot or you missed it. Uh, yeah that does make sense that does make sense totally i've um i missed the first kiss once i've mentioned it on a, a podcast before but i did miss the first kiss once and i felt so and that is one of those moments isn't it that doesn't happen again yeah and, but, but um, haven't we all <laughs> messed well, up well <laughs> i guess maybe yeah but i felt awful you know for for quite a few hours on that wedding you know i couldn't yeah, yeah. quite get over it in my head because i knew i'd missed it and i did feel really bad but after i delivered the images you know there was no complaint there was no where's our first kiss or anything um, sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves I that's think. true that's true mm. um do you prefer because you know you do both your weddings and families do you have a preference and um do you find do you approach them do you use a similar skill set between weddings and families or do you approach them any kind of differently um style wise i approach them the same i think mm. um but like i just said um, i'm more nervous for a wedding still mm. um and it's a full day at a wedding is really 
uh, it's, it's more tiring than a full day with a family because you're always on edge and always looking for something that's happening or um, yeah like like you just said you you can do it over you can do it again mm. um, if I mess up all family pictures on one day then then that's not it's it's bad it's really bad but it's not it's not a drama i i always can say yeah i'll come back tomorrow or next week and and we'll do another day in the life and and it's fine that's so it's true just because it is a it is a normal day you can do it any day and and a wedding is such a special day that um yeah i think it's it's normal to be more nervous about that but maybe that the stress helps as well to make better pictures and um, that's true. Are you someone who's uh, good under pressure? Do you, yeah. 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 That's yeah. a good skill to have in life, isn't it? In general, I think. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that I have it in, in the rest of my life. But I, <laughs> for my job, I think yeah, I work better under pressure. Mm, that's cool, man. Yeah, I've been like that as well. And well, and since like being at university and doing my dissertation like the night before and things like that, I've I've, I've always been lucky. I think to be quite good under pressure. It's quite good. Yeah. Um, and talking about the rest of your life, um, I just re- I read on your website that you mm-hmm. you have a verging on unhealthy obsession with the Mars Volta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which true. is which, oh, that's cool, man. Which is a rock, if no one's there, a rock band. If people haven't heard of them, yeah, can you tell us more about that? Because I've seen um, I've seen at the drive-in live in England uh-huh. quite a few years ago, actually, and they were awesome. But I've never really listened to the Mars Volta. But it's the same two people, isn't it, from at the drive-in? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Omar Rodriguez and uh, Cedric Bixler Zavala. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's hard to to explain what kind of music they make because uh, it's so eclectic and um, oh is it is it any similar at all to at the drive-in or is it yeah quite- a little bit but it's 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 um, more musically I think because at the drive-in uh, there were there were some screaming songs as well and yeah uh, uh, Marsvold is more it has Latin influences it has oh, wow. um, metal influences it has a bit of everything but yeah they, they don't exist now for I think almost 20 years so they they, they stopped and um, I still am obsessed with them I don't know what it is but the first time that I heard one of their songs I, I just had like this epiphany or something I, <laughs> I I knew that this was what I wanted to listen to for the rest of my life and oh, wow that is an yeah. epiphany man. that's good do you still listen do you listen to them most days then still uh, most days every week let's say wow cool yeah. well, that's cool man but I, I really like to listen to their albums uh, as a whole as well to start with the first song and then end with the last one because uh, like, it's, really, it's, it, it's a story the, the albums are, are stories and oh okay and a fun thing fun fact is uh, that the, the the covers of their albums are all um really beautiful uh photos as well ah uh, that's a love of music and photography in yeah. in one yeah uh, that's cool have you ever seen them live um uh four times i think oh wow that's cool yeah. All, yeah. always in belgium in uh Ghent, in brussels uh yeah, yeah. nice but i'm just waiting for a comeback now <laughs> i bet it could still happen it, it? Could it could happen still, yeah it yeah, could happen, it could still happen. i'm not hoping for it <laughs> what other kind of bands do you like then do you like similar kind of genres of, of that time like well i love like talking about a, a band that has like stories throughout their music do, uh, do you like coheed and cambria have you ever heard of them never heard of them no uh, they have like like stories throughout the albums that's similar each time so what other kind of bands do you like um a lot actually um i don't have one jar or i i like whatever i think is good <laughs> it can go from classical music uh, i i studied piano as well when i was young and oh, wow. i am I, I can be as ecstatic about the the third piano concerto of rachmaninoff for example nice. which is this crazy insane uh, piano piece um yeah the, the, those are songs that i can listen to with my mouth open and just uh be away from the world for for 20 minutes and i have that with with those classical pieces i have it with the mars volta i have it with um yeah some some very good belgian bands we have as well all right um, cool yeah mm, so that's I'm, co- I, I i i'm not pinned down to one musical genre i think I think that's really cool to be eclectic with your musical taste. And uh, yeah, I love that. I love all different genres as well. That's really cool. Do you still play piano now? Uh, yeah, from time to time, but mostly to um, accompany my daughter who is singing children's songs. Or, Aww, well, that's yeah. nice. That's so I nice. I can't read notes anymore. So um, uh, it's just uh, yeah, 
copying something I hear on on radio or something. Yeah, so. That's well, that's a skill to be able to do that. That's, that's I guess, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I've never been out. I've never learned uh, music. It was really bad. So I, I've played guitar and drums and stuff, but I never learned to play music, which is a bit of a life regret. I guess it's still not too late, is it? Yeah, but, too, yeah, it's not too late. No, uh, yeah, okay. It's something else to add to my to do list of things I should <laughs> do. <laughs> um, Christoph, changing tack slightly, what? What is a quite big question, though, actually. What does it mean to be successful to you? You know, what is success to you? Hmm. Difficult question. Um, I guess... I guess I feel successful when um, a family or a couple uh, sends me a mail or calls me to say that they're really happy with their pictures. I think that's... uh, yeah, more than awards and more than uh, being the best here or there or uh, being invited to great podcasts like this. <laughs> I think feeling successful for me is more about um, going to an assignment and uh, coming home with 300 pictures, sending them to my clients and receiving a mail where they are really ecstatic about it and really, um, yeah, that they say you, you really captured us as we are. That's cool. You can't ask for more than that, is it? That that that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, the, main, that's the main goal. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Do you get that quite often? Then that good, great feedback. I bet you do. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, not always, obviously, but um, I, I've never had bad experiences with family photography. As I think about it, um, for weddings, um, yeah, I've done over two hundred weddings now. Right, a lot. Yeah. So so. It should be strange if I had never had a bad experience. Yes, that's um, very true. Yeah, it's a numbers game in a way as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's cool though, man. I, I totally, yeah, I totally agree with you. That's um, it just, of course, that means more than anything. Of those things you listed, yeah, awesome. Yeah, and then yeah, obviously it's for for my work, but then uh, for the rest of, to have uh, happy children and <laughs> to make my family happy, and um, I think. Yeah. I think I, I can't complain about where I am in life now. I have a, a really great job. I have a wonderful girlfriend. I have two amazing children. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy so, as I am. You sound very happy, man. I can yeah, hear the smile in, in you. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. Very cool. Great to hear. Um, and let's change tack slightly again as well. Um, do you, Actually, I think I do know that you quite like your movies, don't you? Because I think I read that on your site. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's good. So I don't know if you've, you know, I think you mentioned you maybe listen to a few podcasts, but we're doing a little game where I will read a synopsis or of a movie or a series. <laughs> yes. And let's see if you can get it. You're up for it? I'm up for it, but I don't know if I can, if, if I'm as good as the others. So, so <laughs> I'm sure go. you'll be good. I've, I've chosen some ones that, well, you'll see. Anyway, you'll see. Okay, okay. So, okay. So this first one is a movie. Okay. So mm-hmm. a writer encounters the owner of an aging high-class hotel who tells him of his early years serving as a lobby boy in the hotel's glorious years under an exceptional concierge. Yeah, that's an easy one. That's the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's not easy if you don't know it. It's not easy. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that is a good film, isn't it? That's yeah, great. yeah. I'm a great Wes Anderson fan. Yes, I saw that on your site. That's why I yeah. put that one in there, actually. Yeah, no, it's, that's cool. Yeah, his, his stories are amazing, but then the way he shows them and uh, the the, um, the the mirroring of his images and... Uh, oh, yeah, like symmetry and... Yeah, yeah the symmetry yeah. in his images is, is just amazing, yeah. it's What's, Even when the story isn't that good, like uh, maybe it's blasphemy what I'm going to say, but the French Dispatch is last one. Um, oh, I've not seen it. Has, it has three little stories in them, uh, in, in the movie, but not all of them were that good, I thought, personally. Um, but even if the story is a bit less than the other movies it's just it's just a joy to watch it mm, that's cool the images are so beautiful so yeah what's your favorite was anderson film um uh, probably moonrise kingdom i haven't seen that either actually mm. yeah, i think it's that one because it's the first one probably it's the first one i saw and then maybe that's because <laughs> that's that's why it's my favorite uh yeah uh, but the the imagery there and the colors he's used and and everything and the story as well is it's just a fantastic film Ah, oh, cool. I'll have to. I'll have to watch that. I've watched. I've seen. Is Rushmore? Is that a Wes Anderson film? Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. The, I think it's his first one. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, I remember really liking that. That's got Bill Murray in as well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And I like. Got the Isle of Dogs and Fantastic Mr. Fox, where it's a stop motion picture. I've not seen that. Yeah. Hmm. 
Wow, it's on loads then. It's lo- on loads. Yeah, lo- loads to watch and, and all very, very good. Cool. The Royal is it Royal Tenenbaums, is that? Yeah, that's oh, that's his as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, I've seen that. Um, the Life Aquatic with Steve. Oh yeah. Yeah, seen that as well. It's like Bill Murray in like every Wes Anderson film. Yeah, he has his favorite actors like Bill Murray <laughs> and Owen Wilson as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. A lot of the same actors. That's cool. Bill Murray's in one of my all-time favorite films, which is um, Lost in Translation. Have you seen oh, that? Oh, really, really beautiful film as well. It is, isn't Sophia it? Sophia Coppola, right? Yes, it yeah. is. Was that her first film? No, I don't know if it was her first film, but it was very early on in her career, wasn't it? But yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, but when we were at the cinema, honestly, about half an hour through that, about 20 people just stood up and left. They just, I guess that people like different things, don't they? But I think it's a brilliant film. Yeah, maybe the, normally it's a, it's a good sign when, <laughs> when people leave. It, it, it means that, um, I think it's maybe too deep what I'm going to say now, but <laughs> art in general, it has to provoke emotions. Mm. And uh, whether it's film or music or photography, um, when I'm moved by something, I, I, I think that the art has been successful. That's and, such a good point. And yeah, you can be moved in, in a good way or in a bad way. I've never left uh, in cinema or I've, I've never uh, left a museum after just <laughs> looking at one, uh, one page, picture. But um, I think in, in the good and in the bad way, if art moves you, then, uh, then it's successful. So... Mm. That's so true. Yeah, that's so true, man. That's cool. That is cool. Um, okay, let's let's go back to your, your Netflix quiz. Although I don't know why it's called Netflix, because these are not on Netflix, I think. But anyway, you know. Uh, they're on time. Disney Plus, I think. Yes, all oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've got one out of one so far. Let's go on to your second one, which okay. is also an old movie as well, about 20 years old, I think. So, a Manhattan doctor embarks on a bizarre night-long odyssey after his wife's admission of unfulfilled longing. Oh my! This is a tricky synopsis, I think. Um, yeah, it is like yeah, about twenty years old. It's Tom Cruise and I haven't watched that much Nicole Kidman. Oh, oh, um, eyes wide shut. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Well, <laughs> let's be let's be honest. I've never seen the film. Oh, have you not really? No, it's, uh, no. Kubrick. Yeah, it's, it's... yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorite. Um, um, movie makers as well because i i i was really madly in love also a strange thing to say about uh, clockwork orange <laughs> to be you know i've never seen yeah <laughs> i know of the film but i've never seen that actually i've never seen yeah, it. i've seen it when i was when i was 16 years old and it had a huge impact on me because it's a really violent movie right. um, yeah but then then i i got the stanley kubrick's box uh, with with all the movies and i've seen almost every one of them but um yeah, that's, that one is, is, is a movie that my girlfriend and I have often said that we should watch it together, but it's, yeah, we never it's, had the time for it. Ah, uh, you so. should. Yeah, you should watch it, honestly. It's a really powerful film, actually, and it's really quite beautiful in it in its its own way. I really I really like Eyes Wide Shut. Mm, it's cool. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's two out of two, man. You're doing really good. Are you? <laughs> yeah, the second one was... <laughs> well, you got it. You got I it. Got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, third one, then. This is a, a very different tone. Um, to, <laughs> it's like the opposite... Uh, of uh, Eyes Watcher. Okay, so this is a bit more uh, recent. Okay, and this is an animated film, just to okay. let you know. Okay, so um, aspiring musician Miguel, confronted with his family's ancestral ban on music, enters the land of the dead to find his great great grandfather, a legendary singer. That's all right. Oh, no, it's not. It's about the oh, same no. thing. So. Oh, oh, um, oh, yeah, no, 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 it's uh, Coco. Yes, boom, yes, nice, man. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Land of the Dead and Musician was the same theme a bit with, with Soul. Oh, is, I haven't seen that yet. That is a, that was released on Christmas Day a couple last yeah. year. Yeah, 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 very good it's, film as well. Yeah. Is it? Oh, I really yeah. want to watch that, yeah. And um, do you like, did you like Coco as well, though? Did you? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a Pixar fan. And uh, yeah, I saw Disney that. Disney fan as well. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I always watch those, those when they when they come out the, the films. I always watch them with my girlfriend, and then uh, a week later with the children as well. So we have oh, okay. we have our, our own little moment in, uh, so we can watch a movie in English, and then uh, with the children, yeah, we, we watch it in Dutch. But oh, that's really nice. That's a really nice way of doing it. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. What's your favorite Disney film ever or Pixar film? Whew, um... Up is a good one. Oh yeah! Oh, the first yeah. like ten minutes is so yeah, sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. First ten minutes of Up are, I think, 
Yeah, maybe the best 10 minutes in animated movie history. It is brilliant, actually, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that is true. Mm. All of that is good, though, aren't they, actually? I've never seen Wally or Wally. Wally is that. great as well. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, the first half an hour, there, I, I don't think there's any text in the first 30 minutes, but oh, right, it's, right. Uh, it's really strong, strong scenes and strong, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it remains children movies, of course, but... but they're they're really nice. I really like it. Yeah, they transcend it though as well. And like Coco, I think transcends being a, a, a kids' film. It's like really beautiful about yeah, family yeah. and music. And then the, the the last Disney one, I think. I don't think it's Pixar. But, uh, Encanto. Oh yes, yeah. It's My beautiful kids. as well. And and it's true. Yeah. yeah. My kids love that. And that's um Lin Manuel Miranda who did the music for it. Um, who did Hamilton as well. Have you ever seen Hamilton? No, no. Oh, that's awesome. It's so good, man. It's so good. That's on Disney Plus as well, like a, a filming of the stage show of Hamilton. It's um, okay. Yeah, it's really good. Do you like musicals in general? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, to be honest, I, I hate musicals, but I think it's because my parents always took me to musicals when I was young. And oh, right. um, yeah, when you're in puberty, you don't want to see musicals. As a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just have no, no interest in it. And um, I think I, I created a, a negative obsession with them so but maybe uh, i should give hamilton a chance yes and it's quite different because it's more kind of rap um kind of spoken wordy songs which is it's really good though he's so clever he's, he's a genius honestly writing all those things what musicals did you go and see as a child then um the andrew lloyd weber musicals uh, the, oh, the, yeah. the cats um uh -huh. uh, phantom, phantom of the opera, opera. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, did you see them in in belgium yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah in, in dutch cool. Oh, we have cool. a, we have a really big musical scene here in Belgium, actually. Oh right, oh that's cool. I I saw Phantom of the Opera um, about ten years ago. I loved it though, man. I loved it. it was yeah, it, it wasn't that bad, but yeah, I just couldn't couldn't go to school and say. You know what I did this weekend? <laughs> That's your <laughs> musical with my parents. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. No, I understand that. I understand that. Um, cool. Let's let's go back to photography, man. And um, you recently judged for us for our family awards. So thanks so much again for that, man. Can you can you tell us a bit more about that? You know, you know, were you lucky as a judge? Were you looking for anything specific when you were doing it, or you know, do you have any tips for people submitting? Um, yeah, um, yeah I, I was looking for things that moved me again, I think. Um, looking at a picture and uh, having to look twice, that's something I really like, uh, to not not be able to see what's what's in the picture at first glance, mm. um, but to have to look around and to, to read, actually read the story of the image. That's something I really like. So I, 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 I think I picked a lot of those pictures. Um, that's yeah, cool. I think the tips uh, for people uh, who send in their pictures, I, I think, um, yeah, enough variation maybe, because I saw a whole series of, of uh, actually the same picture, but from a slightly different angle. Mm. Um, and I think that's decreasing your chances of getting awards because, uh, yeah, you as a judge, you just pick the one you like the most and then the other ones are quite similar, so you don't pick them. So I, I, I'm guessing to just vary more in, in what you what you send in. Mm -hmm. Great advice. Great advice, man. Yeah, cool. No, and thank you for doing that. The, the part of the collection that you judge was awesome. So yeah, thank you, man. I really, I really appreciate it. No problem. Really it was really fun to do as well. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it because I know there's and, a lot to look through. But I yeah, that's I true. It. It's it's fun and and it's humbling as well because there are so so many great pictures. Um, yeah, it, it it worked humbling on me because I I really was looking through them and and thinking like, wow, this one deserves an award and this one deserves an award, and I had to uh, start culling and culling down and down just to to. Yeah, to, to have a, a reasonable amount of pictures to send to, send to you. I so. know, <laughs> oh, I get that. There's so, the, the world out there is just so talented, isn't it? It's, I yeah. love to see it. It's amazing. Um, yeah. It's so cool. Um, can you talk us through what a typical like family shoot looks like for you you know maybe from if the right from the beginning of like maybe if you do any prep work i don't know if you do you zoom your clients beforehand or whatnot or send a questionnaire and you know to to how you begin the session itself and um, yeah. yeah can you just talk us through i think maybe the, the the first thing i do and and that's way before that is um um make everything as personal as possible and I, and by that i mean as as well the the website and the the first mail i send and everything um 
to to real people in from from right at the beginning um when they look at my website i think they have a, a very clear idea of the pictures that i make and also the texts that are on my website are, are really personal and sometimes a little bit tongue-in-cheek as well so it, it works as a filter for for families who want the, the post pictures um I don't think they're going to mail me. So that's like a first filter. Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then when they mail me, um, I don't I don't meet them beforehand or uh, don't Zoom them or um, I just send them uh, a, lo a long, it's a really, really long mail with um, what I'll be doing there and uh, what they have to do, uh, which is nothing. Uh, don't mm -hmm. clean your house because it's part of, of who you are. Mm -hmm. um, do you find it still spotless though when you when you do turn up? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, I don't mind. It's no. it's normal to do because every yeah. year I, I I invite a photographer over to my house to to make uh, a reportage as well oh, from, cool. from my family because yeah, of course those are the pictures that I like. Uh, but when I take them, I'm not in them, so I, mm -hmm. I invite someone over, mm -hmm. um, and and yeah, I clean a bit as well. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I think it's only human, but it, it's, I, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I ask it in the mail just to to reassure them as well to to say that it's it's okay to have uh, clothes lying around and and toys when you have young children there are always toys in your living room so it's normal and it's it's part of who you are and then on the day in itself i i just uh, show up at breakfast uh, normally um and yeah follow them around and and i don't interfere i don't move things i don't um yeah, I, I just move myself around and, and mm -hmm. like I said, I'm crawling around, I'm climbing on things, uh, just uh, picturing them how, how they are. Um, Do you like have lunch with them? Because you're there for the whole day as well. I yeah. guess you're having lunch with them. And Yeah, yeah I, I always ask to... Um, uh, to have lunch, of course, but then uh, maybe at another table or uh, standing up in the kitchen or something. Uh, okay. mm -hmm. Because I, I don't want to uh, have pictures with my plates and, and my knife and my uh, bread <laughs> in, in the picture. That makes um, sense. Mm. Yeah, just have the table as it is for, for the family and then I'll, I'll eat my sandwiches <laughs> in, in another room. It's uh, That's no problem. Mm. Now that's cool. And you're generally there till kind of bedtime, till the kids have gone down to yeah, sleep. Yeah, because I think that, that's the most beautiful part for me. Um, when children go to sleep, you always have the, these little traditions uh, as a family, um, like brushing teeth and, and uh, some families read bedtime stories and some have a group hug uh, right Aww. before they go to bed. Do they? That's nice. Yeah, that's really nice. It was yeah. a, it's really fun to see all those little traditions um, in different families. And, um, and, and that is really what I want to capture. Uh, every family is unique and, and the connectivity between families is always different. Mm. Um, we, yeah, we face a huge shit storm as well every day as a parent so that obviously is a big part of my photography but but then the real life of a family is not only that but also this connection between family members and and right before they go to bed there's always this uh, saying goodbye in one way or another uh wishing each other a good night and and um yeah, we have families who who lie in bed with their kids for ten minutes just to talk about what's happening the next day. You have families who read downstairs, or you have families who read even in the bathroom when kids are in bath. Um, you must have heard a lot of bedtime stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like it. I, I, those moments are my favorite, I think, because yeah. I'm I'm really a family man as well with my children, and um, I have those little traditions as well. And I I know how important they are for for us. So I know how important they are for other families as well. And um, those families who ask me to come and portray their day, um, mostly they they only know afterwards that that these are their specific unique traditions. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, actually, because I, I would think you wouldn't realize sometimes yourself. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, but then seeing it in pictures, yeah, apparently it, it uh, makes them realize that that's something, oh, yeah, we do that every night, and that is something unique, and that's great to have a picture of it, and, and that's my goal. Mm, that's super cool, man, super cool. Too. I can hear the passion in your voice as well talking about it. I right? really love my job. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That is just like a life dream, isn't it, for so many yeah. to, to have something that they... Yeah, it is, and I'm incredibly lucky to, to be able to do it. Um, 
yeah I, i'm i'm thankful every day and now of course in 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 winter it's it's a bit calmer because there are no weddings uh yeah the last two years there were <laughs> very few weddings that is true yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um uh, i can focus more on families than in winter and um yeah, I, I I know I I realize for myself that, that that's something I really really like and and yeah I really love my job. Yeah, it's super cool, man. It's super cool to hear, <laughs> and it comes across. So it really comes across. And um and then so after the shoot itself, um, do you how do you deliver your images to your clients? So do you do is it an online gallery? Is it physical products? How do you how do you do that side of your business? Um, when they ask me for a full day, they get a little photo book included. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, which is um, because I like photos in print, uh, but I don't want to. Uh, have an ob obligated photo book uh, they don't have to buy uh, photo books uh, from me they can of course but um, I, I always like to include something in print that's and nice. that's partially because the reason I said and partially because of VAT reasons um, okay <laughs> yeah we can in here in Belgium I don't know how it how it's in England but um, if you have a photo shoot and you include something in print you can uh, you can ask six percent VAT instead of 21 percent oh wow that's a huge difference yeah so that's a huge difference so for a full day I always include a free uh, free photo book a little one it's, uh, 20 centimeters something like that so it's it's quite small but it's something to have yeah. um, and uh, all the other pictures I, I just send them digitally uh, mostly um, cool. I used to deliver them on on USB stick but I think that yeah nowadays USB sticks are maybe yeah, a outdated already so that's true isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. No, online gallery same here as well mm. yeah. that's cool maybe, that's maybe one thing to 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 add um, uh, while I'm doing post-production something that's just maybe a tip for <laughs> some people um, I don't do it for weddings, but I do it for family photography. Um, when I go culling my pictures, I do it from back to forth. So oh, I start right. with the last one and then I go back because um, I find myself uh, often sitting uh, 10 minutes in one corner of living room waiting for something to happen because I know that this kid is going to do that and I want to stay there and, and capture the moment. But then while I'm doing that, I'm making like 100 pictures maybe, <laughs> and it's the last one that's always the best. So when I when I go through my pictures from back to forth, from the last one to the first one, um, I always see the best one first, um. and then I can just erase all the other ones from that same moment. <laughs> that is a great. That sounds yeah, it so takes, simple, but that's such an awesome. Takes a lot tip. of time. Yeah, that makes because, so sense. Yeah, the, before I di I didn't do that, and I I was um, developing pictures. Um, uh that were quite okay but then yeah the picture after that oh yeah that, that's better maybe i should do this one and then i lost some time and then another one and then another one and then always the final picture is the best one <laughs> for me for me at least so well yeah and that totally makes sense man I, but you say you don't do that approach for your wedding editing because in theory i guess it could work for weddings as well yeah but uh, at weddings I don't, I, I don't find myself 10 minutes at the same place uh, mm. waiting for something to happen so um, yeah i i prefer doing it chronologically then i don't no, I don't know why. Maybe I should try it once to go. Yeah, try it. Try yeah. it after this. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah. I think that is such a great tip then. That is such a great tip. That's uh, yeah, really cool. Really cool. Ah, oh, that's really great listening to how you uh, approach everything from beginning to end. That's really cool. Um, and part of that you spoke about this recently, uh, one of the initial bit of that was um, the, your, how your website was so personal mm -hmm. and it was kind of a, an initial filter as well. And, um, and your personality does come across on your website. I think that's really cool. And one of the things you say on your website, you say, um, you have a ridiculous anomaly um, <laughs> yes <laughs> and I'll, I'll let you explain what that anomaly is why is that I, I think the, the the word in English is is navel yeah yeah it's a, it's a navel phobia I have <laughs> navel phobia I don't I don't know if it if if it's something I don't know if it exists but <laughs> I really hate it when people put their fingers in their navels <laughs> And I, I even hate it more when they put their finger into my nail. Because I don't know why it's it's really sensitive or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. oh, that's that's cool. I love that. I I, I love it. It's that's a unique thing, man. I can I, I can honestly say with a hundred hundred odd episodes I've never spoken about. <laughs> I have no problem looking at navels in pictures or or okay even in real life but uh but then touching and and yeah putting your finger inside it's it's no horrific. 
Oh, that's funny. I people who listen to this and then they'll see you afterwards. I hope yeah, just stay away from Christoph. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> um, man, um, in terms of marketing for you, you know, getting yourself out there, mm-hmm. getting your bookings, um, families and weddings, what's been the most effective for you, do you think? Um I think um one thing I do on, on all platforms, on, on website and social media, is only show things that I want to do. Um, to and, and maybe the, the filter that I was talking about uh, earlier, um, I implement that as well in, in the pictures that I show on, on, uh, on my website or on social media. Um, for example, I deliberately posted some pictures of children on the toilet. Not showing anything, of course, but mm-hmm, um, sure. to sh- to show that I'm there with them on that moment and that I'm really following the whole family everywhere, mm-hmm. um, and that's a huge filter because a lot of people might say I don't need that <laughs> for me for family photography. Uh, for me, it's more like eating together and and um, and that's enough. But I really want to do what I like to do and. What I like is is following them everywhere and children on the toilet. I don't know if you realize it, but they're always so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's always funny. They're always they're dressed up or they're uh, taking taking books with them and yes. reading out loud or they're singing and <laughs> it's always funny. So why don't capture that? And and of course, like I said, I don't show genitals or uh, of course sure. not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but just the. The contrast between uh, the pictures of a family who is uh, is loving and caring, and then uh, after two three pictures, there's this one crazy picture of of a whole dressed up kid on a toilet singing loudly. I think it's fun, and um, I've never had any problems with it uh, from parents who said, "Oh, I, I didn't know that you were there as well." Or um, so that that's that's a, a huge filter to build in um, when people see it on my social media that I make these pictures, and they know that I'm I I, I might make them for their family as well. So. Mm. The filter is a big thing, isn't it? And as you say, people who don't want that, it's it's okay that they don't book you because sure, yeah, because yeah, you don't want to you want to shoot how you want to shoot and yeah. yeah. Mm. And I think the the next big thing is the the connection I make with clients. Um, you have to to try to tell them that price is less important than uh, what they get, and um, of course. I know that that we all charge a lot for a full day because yeah, it's a full day and it's a lot of work as well. Yeah, sure. Um, and for families, sometimes that is too much. But I always try to tell them why they need my pictures and um, yeah, those memories that they have now, those little traditions that we talked about. Um, if you don't capture them now, and and I don't I don't mean that you have to book me then, but but capture them yourselves as well with I, I have a whole blog post uh, blog post on how to make better pictures of your own children yeah. uh, just because I think that those those moments are are priceless and you have to capture them and then of course <laughs> at the bottom of the blog post they're stated and if it doesn't work out or if you're not in the pictures please contact me yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that is a really good idea though that's a really good idea yeah really nice but yeah I, I always I always tell them the the sentimental story of why they need uh, pictures of their children and and pictures of their children brushing their teeth for example or or as a parent you as a parent brushing the teeth of your children that's something you, you don't have you normally you don't have pictures of that mm. um and those are things that you i i think that you might forget after 10 15 years when you're when your children are grown up um and i think it's really nice to be able to to look back at at those moments at that time well you're inspiring me listening to you now you're inspiring me to take more photos of my family now just listening to you so it's definitely working man yeah and if it's not working out just contact me yeah (laughs) (laughs) i guess as a photographer there shouldn't be a problem right (laughs) (laughs) it's true oh and yeah and how do you find because you mentioned that every year you get a photographer to capture do they do a whole day in the life of your family depends on the photographer um um, every other year, I pay someone to do it uh, because I, uh, I, yeah, I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to get paid as well. So yeah. <laughs> I just ask someone that I, I think is really, really good at his or her job, and uh, and just pay what they want. Um, and then the other years, I, uh, I try to force do... someone to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I just uh, I, I do like a, a trade uh, with the oh, photographer. Nice. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. I just spent uh, last week. I spent uh, half a day with uh, Kim Den Hartog, um, Dutch. Uh, oh yes, sorry. It's the, you say the name a lot better. Proper. Well, you say her name properly. Like I, I, I I've spoken <laughs> to her on the podcast, but obviously yeah. my pronunciation yeah. was not correct. Oh, how was that? Was that fun? Yeah, it was really fun to do. And and uh, next month she's coming here to uh, to make pictures of of my family. And so and we we just trade pictures, and uh, it's nice to have. So so every year I I have a whole um, yeah a whole series of of new pictures, uh, but I only pay for them twice <laughs> twice uh, every two years. Yeah, that is really cool. That's such a great system, man. Oh, cool. And I. I, I love talking to Kim. So I spoke to Kim on the podcast um, a while ago. She's so lovely, isn't she? She's yeah, like, it's a really yeah nice person to 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 be around as well because she's a she's a, a great mom for her two daughters, and um, yeah, the interaction that she has with with her family was really nice to capture as well. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Really cool. Do you find yourself, you know, when you're being photographed and uh, your family being photographed, do you find can you relax easily, or you do you find yourself like watching the photographer to see what they're doing and things or do you just forget they're there um uh, i tend to watch the do, photographer yeah. a lot but <laughs> not natural. not to see what they're doing but um yeah because it's so cringy to be <laughs> to be <laughs> photographed <laughs> I, yeah. I i don't like it that's the reason because well, why i'm behind camera and uh, mm, not yeah, in front I get that um yeah but but after a few hours, I, I tend to forget as well. And then I know it's better for the pictures if I can just let it go. Um, so I, I, it works. It always works. But it's not my favorite thing to do. I know that I will cherish those memories. And, and I find it really important to have those pictures. But the shoot itself and the, the, the whole day is, yeah, I don't really like it. I understand <laughs> so, that. Mm. So I, also I love understand what we talked about with the the, um, the moms trying to convince the dads. Oh, um, yeah, because you're the dad. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that and maybe maybe women are just easier. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe we guys are just, yeah, we, we just hate it to, to be photographed. I don't know. Well, I think it's it's super cool that you do it because it's something, you know, as you just said, you don't, you know, massively enjoy it, but you it's important and you do it. And I think that's really cool that you do that, man. That's really It cool. is important, yeah. And I don't, you know, I've still never had my family, um, never had someone come in and photograph my family, which is, I really should do. I really, I you really should because I, the, yeah. those pictures are the most precious that I have. Ugh, I should do it. I should do it. I need to get over the fact. I just, uh, I just, I, I hate, I do hate my, I, I probably, I, I would be a groomzilla if I was getting married now in the, in the fact that I just don't, I just hate myself in photos. I just do, you know, I've got a real <laughs> issue. I need to get over that. It's not about me. And my kids will grow up thinking I'm, they never had a dad when they look back at photos and they're never there. You know, I'm never there. So I need to do it. I do need to do it. it is easier because it's not posed. So yes. you can just be yourself and, and yeah. That's relax true. in the couch as well if you want yeah to. yeah <laughs> okay i mean, i'm gonna do that this year i'm gonna say on the podcast now to make myself accountable this year I, i'm gonna have a family shoot done there okay. you go yeah <laughs> you won't you won't regret it <laughs> okay but that's cool um Christoph, I've I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. I've just gone down. I, did, I didn't. We've gone over an hour already. It's flown by. You're it's so great by, to yeah. talk to. You're so great to talk to. Thank um, I've just got time for one more, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, and um, let's go for yeah. What would be your top tips or top tip or just your thoughts on helping someone become better at uh, the documentary side of of family photography specifically? It's going to yeah. So any tips? to help someone become better at documentary family photography? Um, yeah, I think the, the obvious one is to, to, to do it and to do it a lot. Um, mm -hmm. The more you practice, the better you, you get. Um, That's true. Isn't yeah. It? The, uh, firstly, when, when I started doing uh, family photography, I, I contacted some uh, wedding couples that I did that I knew that they had children and I just sent them an email. Um, Do you mind if I come over to take some pictures of you and your family for free um, just to practice? And um, that's a great idea. And the first uh, few series were abominable. <laughs> they were really, <laughs> really very bad. I bet they weren't. Um, I bet they were. But then afterwards, yeah, you, you just you keep on learning and um, yeah, also uh, watch other photographers and, and look around on their websites and 
um, on on the This Is Reportage website, uh, there are so many good, great photographers which have a portfolio that I'm just jealous of. Um, just looking. <laughs> They'll say the same about you, though, man. They'll say the same about you. Just looking at those pictures and and um, yes, seeing so and and having getting ideas from them as well. Um, mm. I like to do it the day before I go on uh, on a shoot. I I like to look at pictures that I really like and and photographers that I really like and and I search for a series that they did. Um, cool. Just to be inspired, I think. No, mm, oh, I get that. Yeah. Oh, awesome, man. Also, all great tips there, bits of advice, and the whole episode has been—you've just been so great, man. Honestly, love talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so good. Your That's English nice. as well yeah. is just amazing as well. Just so much <laughs> respect. It's so good. That's quite quite a bit of stress for that. <laughs> oh, God, you're just perfect. I think you speak honestly. I think you do speak better English than I do. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I think you do. You do. It's, it's a nice thing to say, but <laughs> it's true. Right? Okay, it's true. Um, man, yeah, you've just been just so warm and just so so friendly and just so, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank, oh, thank you for coming on, man. And But people listening now, do head to thisreptage.com or thisreptagefamily.com. I'll include a link through to Christoph's site and that Reptage family we already spoke about as well. And man, yeah, I've got to get, I've got to get to Belgium one day. I need to go. Yeah, and sure, make a call when you do so. Oh, I'd love that, man. And <laughs> likewise, if you're ever down in Cornwall in England or just in England at all, it would be cool to meet you, definitely. Right. man thanks so much thank you for the opportunity no oh, thanks for coming on man bye 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 all you've been listening to the 106th episode of the this is reportage podcast really enjoyed talking to christoph hope you enjoyed listening head to this reportage family.com or this reportage.com for a link to his website and to see the specific reportage family award he spoke about on the episode too we now have 106 episodes of the podcast available where we speak to family and wedding photographers from all over the world, delve into our back catalogue to hear from the likes of Sandra Stockmans, Phil Salisbury, Rowena Meadows, Lisa Hu Chen, Stephen Hairshaft, The Framers, Christian Levin, Else Corsten, Dan Morris, Dom and Liam Shaw of York Place Studios, Emma Collins, Pedro Valela, Sana de Block, Patrick Matia, and many more. If you're not a member of the Sepotage or the Sepotage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, and much more. Submissions are open now for our next award collections. We have six award collections per year, so every two months. The deadline to submit is the same for both our wedding site and our family site. Submit by 2359 GMT on the 24th of March 2022. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now.